You're listening to SBS News. Several senior Ukrainian officials have resigned in the biggest leadership shakeup of the war with Russia so far, in what an aide to President Volodymyr Zelensky called an answer to public calls for justice. Some, though not all, of the resignations were linked with corruption allegations. The prosecutor's office announced that Deputy Prosecutor General Alexei Simonenko had been removed from office after being criticized in Ukrainian media for taking a holiday in Spain. President Zelensky says more changes will come. There are already personal decisions, some today, some tomorrow, regarding officials of various levels in the ministries and central government structures, as well as in the regions and in the law enforcement system. He has now banned the foreign travel of government officials unless it is in the course of their official duties. There is a principled decision of the National Security and Defence Council regarding the departure of officials abroad. It applies to all officials of the central authorities and various other levels of local government. It applies to law enforcement officials, people's deputies, prosecutors, and all those who have to work for the state and within the state. If they want to rest now, they'll rest outside the public service. Officials will no longer be able to travel abroad for vacation or for some other non-governmental purpose. Ukraine has a history of graft and shaky governance and is under international pressure to show it can be a reliable steward of billions of dollars in Western aid. The changes came two days after a deputy infrastructure minister was arrested and accused of siphoning off 568,000 Australian dollars from contractors to buy generators. Following the initial dismissals, five regional governors were also dismissed by Ukraine's government. Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shmihal pledged more anti-corruption efforts. Our government continues to conduct reforms necessary for our country. This concerns building an anti-corruption edifice. This means systematic and orderly work vital for Ukraine, which is a required condition for Euro integration. Among those stepping down or fired on Tuesday morning were a deputy prosecutor general, a deputy defense minister, and the deputy chief of staff in President Zelensky's own office, Kirillo Timoshenko. Mr. Timoshenko announced his own resignation, citing no reason. The defense ministry says deputy defense minister Vyacheslav Shapovalov, responsible for supplying troops, had resigned as a worthy deed to retain trust after media accusations of corruption, which he and the ministry rejected. Andriy Borovic, the executive director of anti-corruption group Transparency International Ukraine, says the response showed corruption allegations would be taken seriously. Of course, there is corruption in Ukraine. And there is corruption in many countries. And in Ukraine, it's still an issue. Uh, but our anti-corruption institutions react to any scandal that happen, happens. And this is good. It means that they're independent and there is, will be no place for corrupted crooks to hide in this country because NABU and SAPA will come after you and your case will be sent to the corruption court. And we can now uh, actually see that they do not even care about the level of uh, suspected persons. Because the deputy minister, you, I think everybody will agree that this is pretty high level. 
Mr. Borovic says battling corruption is a top priority for President Zelensky. I think that now, except of uh, saving the country, corruption comes back to top priority list uh, for, for the state and specifically for Zelensky because he really does a lot in order to get all this support from the Western countries and I see that he really cares about saving the country. And it will be very hard to save in the country when there will be lots of corruption in his team, in, in the government, wherever. Meanwhile, Finland's president, Sauli Ninisto, says his country's membership in the NATO alliance will likely have to wait until after the elections in Turkey. Sweden and Finland applied last year to join the North Atlantic Treaty Organization after Russia invaded Ukraine and need the backing of all current NATO states to advance their application. The two countries plan to join the alliance simultaneously, but Turkey says it would not support the Swedish candidacy unless it takes a clearer stance against what Ankara sees as terrorists, mainly Kurdish militants and a group it blames for a 2016 coup attempt in Turkey. The officially permitted burning of a Koran in Stockholm in front of Turkey's embassy last week has infuriated Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and millions of Muslims around the world. Regarding Sweden's bid to join NATO, Mr. Erdogan has said, sorry, it's not going to happen. The Finnish foreign minister says his country could reconsider its joint NATO bid with Sweden if Stockholm's application is delayed further. And with Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the specter of nuclear weapon use, Earth crept its closest to Armageddon, with the so-called doomsday clock moved up to just 90 seconds before midnight. The announcement by the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists means the perceived threat is now more severe than it was last year, with the scientists citing unprecedented danger posed by the Russia-Ukraine war. Rachel Bronson is the NGO's chief executive. Today, the members of the Science and Security Board moved the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Ms. Bronson says an error during the conflict could bring on a catastrophic event. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.